Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Chess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Wake and Jake in the morning. Myself, BBD, as we walk you through a sneaky, fun week of sports, obviously baseball is caliente in Los Calles. The NBA draft is tomorrow night. Love the NBA draft. Kind of doesn't get better than the NBA draft. I love drafts. If you know, even from our MLB The Show content, um, I love a good draft. NBADraft.net is my favorite website in the world. So uh, if you've never checked it out, I highly, highly recommend that. Uh, No ad on today's show. I think the one thing I want to promote, well, A, the Weekly Dumb does come out today, and we always give Zach love where we can. Uh, also, I watched it. It might be the dumbest one yet. Really? I really liked it. It's that dumb. It's that dumb. I haven't watched it yet. Damn. Okay. Stream's dead. Stream's dead? Yeah, this is uploaded later. Okay. It's it's not going to be better if I tried a new stream. All right, stream's dead, so let's roll through. We will upload after the fact. Just kill it, delete it, dump it. Uh, the one thing I was going to promote was MLB Guess Who with myself and Trevor. Uh, it's actually it's really good. I I can't believe when we were doing it, we kind of couldn't believe how good it was. Uh, and the final product is incredible. So that's on John Boy Jake TV. Uh, right after the Geo Guesser, a little MLB Guess Who. So go check that out. Internet monster. All right. Uh, the first thing I did want to do, uh, a little baseball, not a full around the horn. I want to talk about my guy Shohei. Uh, Shohei Otani. <sighs> Unreal, man. He goes, deleting the tweet, call Joe's in a minute, hear about the best night that ever happened. It'll just be a full re-upload. Shohei Otani, I go to bed last night. The Yankees lost. Um, sad, but they were still battling till the very end, kind of like this team does. Really excited for a deciding game three today in the trop uh, to win or lose a series. Um, Shohei Otani, I wake up this morning. I went to bed. I was tired. I actually watched an episode of Is It Cake? 
on Netflix. You did? I did. I did. Uh, Jess and I have agreed. We're without a TV show. We've agreed to start watching Barry. That's um, a good one. That's going to be good for us. Um, it's a good length, too, of episode and of total series. Right. Like, to catch up on a, what are they, season four now? Like I think it's just three. Three? That's that's a really good catch-up length. Episodes are what, 45? Half? I feel like they're, they're half-hour eps, and okay. it's only like 10 eps per. Okay, so we were scared to jump into an episode of that because we're both tired. Almost when you jump into a show, you want to, like, lock in for two or three. And we only needed one show. So we'd, we, we'd watched Seinfeld last night, two nights ago. And so it was, do we go back to Seinfeld? Do we go somewhere else? 30 Rock, something like that. And we saw Is It Cake? And we went for it. And it's not good. I mean, we, you knew that. Um, but I can say I watched it and I can never think about it again. Until I just told you guys. So, we are, I, I go to bed and I watch Shohei Otani. You can, we're not live. Yeah, we're recording right now, but we're not live. Ain't that it? Internet Bob. Rob Scirocco poking his head in. Okay, he's restarting the router. Shohei... Otani. I open my phone and I wake up to see his awesome, pimped, game-tying home run. It's like must-watch. It's must-watch. They're down three. The runner on second base right when Shohei hits it puts their arms up. Shohei watches it. Which, again, you know, sometimes we... We don't have Shohei in that light. He pimped it, man, and rightfully so. A game-tying home run. And by the way, I mentioned it was a three-run homer. It tied the game. <laughs> it tied the game at tens. It tied the game at tens. So, we go into extras. The Angels lose the game. To the Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals, who improved their record to 25-42. and 42. In their last 20 games, the Angels are 6-14. and 14. In their last 30 games, they are 9-21. and 21, Which is, both of those marks are worse than the Royals, who have been one of, if not the worst team in baseball this year. I used to tweet it out a lot more. And I, I think it's one of those things you get older and you just realize things aren't easy. And it's just easier to tweet things into the ether. I used to be a pretty big free Mike Trout guy. I mean, I guess it kind of stopped when he signed the massive extension. And I was like, well, Mike Trout has been going through all of this. Mike Trout has heard all of the you've never won a playoff game. And Mike Trout signed that big old extension. So he's clearly happy doing what he's doing. You know, like I, Mike Trout, don't get me wrong, it's a ton of money, but he could have hit free agency and, and made, even if he declined somehow, which he has not, by the way, he's one dotting this year. 
which is his career OPS. Mike Trout would have found a way. And I, it doesn't have to be my Yankees. I, you know, I'm obviously biased and I love my Yankees, but it didn't have to be them. Dodgers, right across town. Cubs. As much as it would have hurt me, the Red Sox. Hell, the Mets. I mean, the Mets... The Mets are kind of like a kooky aunt. But, you know, at the end of the day, if the family party winds down, you're kind of like, whoa. That kooky aunt is a lot, but you love them. You absolutely love them. The Angels are like that relative that kind of shows up to the party that you're not even sure how they're related. But they've just kind of been at every family event. But you, can't, you don't even know the connection. You're almost you're kind of scared to start a conversation with them because you don't know you don't know where it's going to end up. Like the last time you talked to them like you heard a lot of animals died. You're like I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Shohei Otani signed with the Los Angeles Angels. He made that decision. Um, and I think there's reasons, there's probably reasons we don't know, and there's reasons we do know. I mean, the West Coast has traditionally been easier uh, for ball players coming over from Asia. I mean, you're literally that much closer. Uh, you know, each row had a ton of success in Seattle. I think there were rumors, and I, you know... I don't know what's out there or not. I, I do think Shohei was a little worried about going to New York City, the big city, and, and doing that. Um, I, I don't know if that's necessarily full-on full fear of the big city. I don't know. I, I think the bigger thing with Shohei that none of us can comment on is there were scouts that said a lot of different things about Shohei. There were scouts that said he's not going to hit at the major league level. There were scouts that were like, he's a pitcher only. There was a wide range on what he'd become. Because guess what? Nobody thought he'd be this. Nobody thought he'd be a, like a lock for top three MVP every year. That he'd be able to pitch, uh, rack up strikeouts and have elite stuff. That he'd be able to hit home runs at an unreal rate. So... I have no idea in Shohei's conversations when he went around to different teams. Did the Angels say... Full tilt your call. Like, let's empty the tank. You'll get to hit when you want. You'll get to pitch when you want. Did the Yankees say, hey, why don't you pitch for a little while and then maybe we'll try the hitting if the pitching's there? Who knows? I have no idea. So, when he signed with the Angels, I didn't really care. Like, there's... Who knows how those conversations went? And, you know, he was pairing up with Mike Trout, the best player in the world. So, there's some kind of cool stuff there. Good weather there. Also, like, his situation was unique because he could have... I think if he waited, like, one more year, he would have been able to to get, like, a like paid-paid. Right. He would have been able to get, like... Even if it was... I mean, say I got, what, five for 80? He would have gotten something something like that, probably. He was still young. He, he was 23 when he came over, so it would have been 24. He turns 28 on July 5th. It's coming up. It's coming up. He would currently 
hit free agency 2024, which is, that's after the 2023 season? If I'm doing that right? Shohei doesn't have a year and a half till free agency, does he? I might. Baseball contracts. I remember he signed we, a funky extent, extension for, that's just what you call it, that bought out like two of the three Arb years. He can be a free free agent after the 2023 season. That's next year, right? Yeah. There's another 5.5 mil this year. So, even going back to that, maybe Shohei knew he was Shohei. And maybe the Seiya... Like, if he signed the Seiya Suzuki deal, I think everyone would have been like, oh, that's a little risky. Turns out it would have been risky for Shohei. Because he would have ended up eating a couple more years of his prime, right? Or maybe I'm doing the math wrong there because he still had to do all of arbitration would, and stuff. He would be... He would have like got this a year would be the money. last year. He would have got a little more money. So that part is wrong. I take that back. Shohei Otani is going to hit free agency after next season. He is a two-way player, an elite two-way player. He's at, depending on where you rank the pitching any given year, he's at, he's at least a, a plus pitcher. At least. And he's like... All-star level on the mound. Not to mention MVP both sides. level hitting. He's all-star level both sides. He's probably... there. There's an argument he's top 10 on both sides. Hitting and pitching. I'll leave fielding and some more yeah. out of it because they don't even bother. He's fast. By the way, I think he could play like a mean right field. I just think you don't bother when you're getting everything else. Anyways. If he was like... He's got the arm. If he was like just... Got the legs. Passable. At at one and and good at the other, not at all star level, just just good. He would, there would be articles every other. He's probably the MVP. Right. He's really good at both. I don't know what you do if you're the Angels. They have now dropped. What's their record? They're thirty three and thirty eight. We'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks for them. I am not optimistic. I was an Angels guy, Jake's Halos. I was taking pats on the back. Rendon getting hurt hurts. Uh, Anthony Rendon is a high-level baseball player. Um, I don't think you can put a 14-game losing streak on him. They fired their manager. We will see. I mean, a couple good weeks. And you can get back towards that 500 mark, and that's kind of where you need to be to be around the wild card. I don't know if they can sell anyways. I mean, maybe after the Rendon news, and if they keep spiraling, you can. But man, you can't lose 11-10 at home to the Royals when Shohei has a two-homer, eight-RBI game. Eight-RBI from Shohei. I was a free Mike Trout guy. He was an adult that made a decision to sign a big old extension to stay there. And we'll see. Maybe one day Trouty gets loud and is like, I, I got to go. Will the Angels do anything? When's the last time, have we seen a player, a baseball player truly demand a trade in recent years? Like I think like, like demand, kind of no. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a I'm request. sure there's some backhand, yeah. It goes both ways a little bit. 
Shohei has now proven himself at the major league level. He can go anywhere. He can do anything he wants. It's like no trade clause stuff, so the guy has to approve it. But. He could ride it out till free agency. A year and a half more of Shohei Otani in Anaheim, and he could go wherever he, wherever else he wants. And my God, that contract. You want to talk about zeros? Could that be 500 mil? I saw an article that said 600 mil. So if you thought I was being ridiculous. Or, if you're the Angels, Phil Nevin's record as manager, 6-9, and nine, BBD. It's for you. It's nice. He's doing a nice job. Part of me would love if the Angels just went full video game. What could you trade for Mike Trout? What could you trade for Shohei Otani? Start this whole thing over. I don't think they're going to trade Otani, but at the same time, what are you just... How, could, how can you resign him? I guess I would have said the same about Trout. So, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if people are going to start talking about it today. I don't know if people start talking about it. No, it would be timely. Otani's birthday, July 5th, if the Angels get even worse. And people are like, well... This guy's going to be a free agent in a year and a half. What kind of haul could you get for a year and a half of Shohei Otani? Like a full farm system? He's two players. He's two elite players. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's been, for years, there's been arguments in sports about high-level players and how, you know, on lesser teams and how do you treat that and... You know, Bryce Harper and the Nationals, they they never did it. Bryce moves on. It's not the perfect example. They had three elite pitchers. Juan Soto came up. I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, it's becoming a signature line of mine. I don't know how this ends, but I'm excited to find out. But I think things might get loud. Uh, the year and a half Contract trade in baseball has become one of the more popular trades. And man, if you're the Angels, like for anyone that's played video games and you see those trade offers come over that look kind of silly or like, you know, you're, you kind of have that moment where you're playing a video game. Like it's like, oh, the Mavericks offer you Luka Doncic. And you're like, well, I don't know if that would happen in real life. What if this was real life? What offers would they get? I don't know. Uh, I'm excited. I kind of want the noise to come because I, I kind of want a free Shohei. kind of want a free Shohei. So that was a little Shohei Otani opening. Um, let's get into something a lot more fun. Let's call Joe's McFly, who just <laughs> seemingly had a guy who is always a king. Jake. Joe's McFly, is this is this you? This is I. How are you doing? How are you doing, Big Daddy? I mean, is this anything but great and acceptable answer? <laughs> What's going on with you, dude? I don't I can't explain what's going on. Are this you real? Are you a lucky man? I am a man, and this must be a simulation. Joe's, 
For those that don't know, I think everyone in the world knows. I tried to tell everyone that would listen to me. You won the 50-50 raffle at the Tampa Bay Rays game last night. We did. Am I on Wake and Jake or am I on, or is this, what is it, Wake and Jake? You are on Wake and Jake. We are not live right now. Okay. So, um, oh, we're not live. Okay. No, the, uh, uh, the internet, internet don't work. If you haven't heard, uh, the internet at this office sometimes. All time low. We actually, we might need some of that 50-50 raffle money for the internet. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, no one will do, I'm sure one of the investors will help us. Help out, actually. Joe's, you, you go down to Tampa, you plan on going to the game the night before, yeah. uh, and you do go, and you have a good time. Yankees win. Great time. Now, Joe's, I'm, uh, and correct me anything I miss, but you stay. You decide to stay an extra night. Um, yes, I decided to stay an extra night. You decide to go to the next day's Yankees game. Yeah, I you, did. You you link up with uh, some people, uh, Luis Luis Severino's wife. Yeah, and Luis Severino was actually, because I didn't have tickets, so he was the one nice enough to get me those tickets. So, Luis Severino, the, Yan- yeah. the Yankees starting pitcher today? I the believe Yankees it's J-Mo tonight. It's J-Mo tonight. He starts against Houston. He starts against the Houston Astros at Yankee Stadium. We line him up for Houston. That's what he's doing. Um, he yeah. gets you tickets to the game, sure. That's normal. Yankees starting pitcher. Um. You you go to the game. I do. And you're enjoying yourself, and they, they do a 50-50 raffle. And, again, I'm interpreting from your video, but it's, it sounded like you were you were going to get $50 worth of raffle tickets, but then you heard half of it's going to charity, and then somehow that got up to $100, which made you buy double the tickets. Yeah. yeah. And then on the second set of tickets you get is the winning number where you win 15K while watching a Rays game with tickets that were given to you by the Yankees starting pitcher, Luis Severino. I just want to make sure I had that right. Uh, that is correct. And um, it's funny because I actually had moved my section to sit next to Rosmali because I was like one section over. And she was like, yo, just sit over here. And like, sit with us and stuff. And then when, she, when the guy was coming up, I let them pass like two times. Like, I guess they were selling those tickets, and then they came back. And I was like, you know what, let's get it. You know, and then that's when we, we got it. Honest question. Do you think Do you think you were trying to ball out a little more to impress Luis Severino's wife and got $100 worth of tickets? No, 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 absolutely not, actually. I was trying to be extra frugal. I was looking at everything that's like, I was like, all right, you know what? I'll just try it out. I'll just try it out. Kind of like, like what I got to. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, and trust me, I don't have any kind of funds that will impress those those people. I don't have that kind of revenue. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's pretty true. Um, Joe's, I uh, I can't tell you the energy that you provided me. And thousands of other Yankee fans last night. Um, thousands. And thousands of other Joes fans last night. Because basically, it got announced to the internet right as the Yankees lost. Like, Judge hits 
a crushing fly ball. That- I thought that went out. I thought that went out. I was looking at it as I was signing my check paperwork. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I, I was I was looking at it, dude. Maybe it was guerrilla warfare by the race. Because if Judge sees you, he probably gets it a little more on the barrel, and it's a tied game. So maybe this was all a plan by the race to get you away from Judge. I like that, but you know what? I, I'll tell you right now, man. Being here two days, the top is one of the best ballparks in baseball. I mean, can you imagine the hospitality? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten any kind of treatment like that any other ballpark. The fact that, you know, for an opposing fan, that they're going to treat this well, I mean, that's um, awesome. Joe's, what uh so so what happens you you meet some of the dudes after the game. You I you sent you posted and sent the video. Sevy's in shock. Um the guys don't know what's going on. Um, cuz it's on un- again, it's unreal what happened. And, unreal. And then uh I I mean, what's the rest of your night? Like I saw you tweeted out you were like I might get myself a steak and then I saw you tweet out everything is closed. So so walk me through. Yeah. All right, so I was going to, I was going to do a, a steak and stuff, and I was like, well, I, this is the way it works. So I, after everything ended, so Smiley's uh, like, oh, my God, we got go to we go tell Luis. So then she takes me down there to, the, like, the player tunnel and stuff, and then to go meet them. And then they couldn't believe I won. They're like, did people win that? Like, I thought nobody actually win that. <laughs> They were telling me how in Toronto that 50 50 raffle gets up to crazy, like up to half a million dollars. So right. They even try to get it. And it's like, there's no, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. Like, they've never met anybody that's won that. Because um, people so don't then, win those, Joes. People don't, real people don't win those. It's like, like, stimulation people win those. Like, like it's like, I can't explain that. Like, that's like, Somebody winning the lottery. That doesn't happen. Crazy. It's literally winning the lottery. It's literally winning the lottery. Are it you, is a lottery. That's very true. Are you uh are you heading back to NYC? I am. I'm in the airport right now waiting aboard, looking at a line of people as they're rushing to get into a plane that's gonna wait there for fifty minutes. I hate that. I hate that so I don't much. understand. That's just bad etiquette. Joe's, I have something unrelated that I, I I open the show with. Did you know it's um I I think it's a year and a half until Shohei Otani is a free agent? Mm, yes it is. How do, what's that make you feel? Um I don't know what that makes me feel. are you trying to say like the Yankees will get him? Because I doubt it. I didn't say that. <laughs> That's I, what you're saying. I mean, I didn't say that. I thought it could be interesting. It could be interesting. It'll be great for him. I mean, he's going to make a lot of money on the open market, but I don't think, I don't think New York's the place because he chose not to come here, where the biggest market, you know, the number one team in New York. And if you didn't want to build your market there, you're definitely not going to do it now. So that's the luck of whatever team we choose, bro. 
I hope it is. I hope he changes his mind in the, in the Yankees, but I sincerely doubt it. Maybe he just had to get his feet wet in America, you know? Maybe he has to get his feet wet in America. Maybe that's it. He wanted to be closer to home. Now he's, he's ready, you know, to do that. That's a possibility, too. That is. Um, Joe's, are you going to uh, the game tomorrow? Uh, I will partake in such an event, yeah. Um, okay. For sure, because there is a hot team coming over, you know, right. the Astros. So I would I would like to be there for that. Um wanna see that. Okay. So I'll be at the stadium tomorrow and probably two games. I'll probably stream two games on Twitch and then I'll probably go to two games. So. Okay. Well I'm I uh I don't know which one's it. I'm 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 kinda interested in going, so maybe we'll uh we'll talk about that offline. Oh let's uh yeah, let's do that. Well, definitely. I have no kids right now, so right. Joe's, no loopy, no loopy stuff happening. Joe's goes, you know. Joe's go. L.A. Joe's is gonna be different now, boy. I was telling Trump Sloop yesterday. L.A. Joe's is gonna be different, so I can't wait for that. It's gonna be a fun All Star game. Um, all right, yeah. Joe's. I uh, part of me is genuinely happy for for you. Part of me is generally hates you. Uh, for for winning, what? so I can't believe you won, dude. Hate me? Why do you hate me? I thought you happy for me. I'm happy for um, you, and I hate that you won. What? You know somebody that won, so it's good. I I wanted to be the someone that's somebody new won. Exactly, dude. So I think I'm gonna play. You know what? Let's Jokes. play the, the the New York the New York lottery. Let's go play that. Joe's. Do you know how much money you've just cost me in my lifetime? Do you know how many 50-50 raffles I have to play going forward because you won? That, you know what? I didn't think about that. People were, I think the Mingo Herman yesterday was like, oh my God, you got to play here all the time. Then I'm like, I will never play here again. <laughs> you hear me? You're, I will never play here again. Joe's, you're done. You can never play the 50-50 raffle again. I will play the fifty-fifty raffle again because I'm up a lot, but I I'll, I won't play it there. I guess that's fair. I won't play it there. You can play it at other stadiums. You can go in the Toronto one stadiums. now. Try everywhere once. The Toronto one. I mean, that's like changing money, but right then you'd have to, you know, turn the francs into euros and then turn the euros into American or whatever, you know. Then we could really fix the internet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Joe's. I uh, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow, big guy. Congrats, I guess, and go Yanks. Yeah, yes, go Yanks. You might see me today. I mean, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see how I feel when I land. Okay. Maybe. I think I we're know. we're at the office late because we're recording, so we'll see. Oh yes, you are. It is a late day today. Late mm. day. Okay. My swing by. Okay. My swing by. For sure. All right, Joe's. Good stuff. See you later, Big Poppy. You need to bring the 50 50 to Yankee Stadium, man. They don't do that. Though. Why don't they? I don't know. It was so foreign to me. I didn't even know what the rules were. Okay. Stop. Stop. I'm serious. I, you know, I don't. I, Joe's goes just started. I haven't really been to other places. Mm-hmm. Like that. Stop. I'm being very, very, very honest. That's all I can be. <laughs> I know. I know <laughs> you are. 
Um, Jimmy's post game yesterday was hilarious, by the way. So funny. So, so funny. <laughs> I just uh, I just saw him poke his head around. I can't wait to talk shit about you to him. Oh, great. So. So. All right. Tampa Joes. I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Peace. Bye. That was Tampa Joes McFly. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, happy for him and hate him, like I said there. Uh, kind of like you said, it's something that you wish, you hope you meet someone that wins a 50-50 raffle. And this is something that I forgot to tweet out, and I will tweet out in a minute. The guy that has a made of career out of reacting to things won one of the most ridiculous things you can react to. <laughs> like, that's... It's just some poetic bullshit, if I'm being completely honest. So... Happy for my guy, Joe's McFly. Um, there's one other sporting event I told you guys at the start of the show. Uh, don't think we're going to super deep dive into, but the NBA draft is tomorrow night. And I think it's a really good one. So if you're an NBA fan, uh, I think tomorrow's an exciting night. You probably know Chet Holmgren, uh, the kid out of Gonzaga, seven foot, <laughs> listed a buck, 95. He's got some Durant to his game. He's got some Chris Stapps Porzingis to his game. Uh, he's a big man that, you know, he has a handle. He has a shot. He's fun to watch. You know, the the biggest concern is his frame, which, honestly, a lot of NBA prospects, you end up growing into it because the kid is he's a kid. He's 20 years old now, but he's a kid. Um he should be a fun watch. Uh, Jabari Smith out of Auburn, if you're not familiar, he's a guy you're going to want to get familiar with. He's incredible, 6'10", can handle, can shoot. I mean, all of these guys now are so, so skilled. Paolo Bancaro, the forward out of Duke, kind of like might be a point center in the NBA. Uh the guy handles, he averaged 17.2, 17, 8, and 3 in college. Some NBA draft on net. Part of the reason I love their website has player comps, has Julius Randle and Juwan Howard. Two guys remember huh. very differently in NBA history currently. Can't believe they just slashed that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's why awesome. it's my favorite website. Um, Bancaro. If, if you guys are looking for takes or something to lean on. I'm not the biggest Bancaro fan. I, I think he's, he's huge. He did the same move every time in college. He's just bigger than you. He would spin in the lane and get to his spot, which, you know, kudos. Use your size to get to your spot. I think in the NBA it doesn't work that well. And it's going to need more. Think about what we're talking about, whether it's Chet Holmgren or... Jabari Smith or Duran or a lot of these current prospects. Like, you grow and you get bigger as you age. It's just kind of natural. You know, like, look at, look at LeBron nowadays compared to young LeBron. He's still doing it, which is incredible. Uh, Paulo Bencaro is already, like, built up and big. If he gets bigger, 
the NBA doesn't work like that anymore. So, I don't know. I Again, he's so skilled and he is so big that I, I, I'm i not saying he's not going to, he's going to be like a bust, like he's out of the league. Uh, I just, Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and the other guy that hasn't really been mentioned yet, Jaden Ivey, uh, I think those three are going to be pretty special ball players, high level. Bancaro would be my question mark. You you wouldn't pick him one. And it's it's just me being snobby. Like I would got the choice of of others. It's just me being snobby a little bit. So that's it's a little bit just like the story going into the night. That those particularly the top three big dudes are Everyone has them going one, two, three. Everyone's got their own order, though. Nobody knows exactly how, how that's going to shake out. And and then secondary to that, Ivy is like his own tier. Right. So a lot of people who want that or want, a, you know, a guard, guard skills. The King's getting a lot of calls about number four. Yeah, that's... Every team's rumored one in. One of the hot conversations coming in, Jaden Ivy, his comps uh, on NBA Draft, .net are Anthony Edwards and Donovan Mitchell, which actually play. I think when you heard me talk about him in NCAA tournament, I saw a little Morant in there. But, yeah, he's an athletic combo guard that he can also shoot a little bit. So, I mean, that's kind of what runs the league right now, right? Uh, along with the wings, the Jabari Smiths uh, like that. I, I mean, Smith and Ivy seem like your safest picks. Holmgren, uh I mean, super interested to see what he actually becomes. His defense is is pretty good for for someone that had that frame. So I'm sh- long. I'm sure he's going to have some tough highlights early on in his NBA career, but a lot of young guys do. Uh, so that the kind of second tier of players, Keegan Murray, Benedict Matherin. I know a lot of Knicks fans were in on him for a little while. It looks like he's got a chance to go higher than that. Johnny Davis out of Wisconsin. Uh, he should be somewhere up there. The Dukies, A.J. Griffin and Mark Williams. Uh, A.J. Griffin, man, people love and hate him. Maybe it's a Duke thing. And I, I don't want to necessarily compare them to... I mean, I mean, who is there? It was Zion, Cam, Cam Reddish, and R.J. Barrett, right? Um, I mean, A.J. Griffin... He can shoot, which in the NBA is very important. There's one ability to have. It's a it's a really good one to have. I I've heard p- people just roast his defense, uh, which if you're a young player and you don't play defense at the NBA, that does not work. Maybe I'm just a Duke hater. Jeremy Sochan, the young guy out of Baylor, you might remember his dying his hair and stuff. He's kind of the new age NBA. He can guard literally every position. I know that's gotten overused. Like him a lot, basically. Basically, the NBA figured out is that there is a way to teach shooting. It's just repetition and repetition and form. Like, there's a formula. Go look at P.J. Tucker shooting corner threes in, in conference yeah. finals games the last few years. Like, like it's always been, like, yeah, shooting's the last thing to, to fully click, but there are... Straight up teaching guys to shoot when they get to the NBA these days. There's it's, like it's taken another step. We love being able to statistically measure things, and you can measure shooting improvement. Um. So, 
Let's see. What else from NBA draft on that? BBD, who do you want your Knicks to take? At ele- assuming sticking at 11, I've gotten... I don't see Dyson Daniels being down, the, surviving that long. Johnny Davis is the most, would probably be the most fun pick because he seems like the best shot creator they could end up with. 6'5 scoring guard. Yeah, he, uh, he's got holes in his game, but so does everybody outside of that top three and a half, four, really. AJ Griffin, if you get him, it's kind of shake hands, cool. He seems like a pretty safe bet to, to be able to start some NBA games. Uh, let's see, let me see what happens there. Sochan interested. Jalen Duran is kind of the only one I'm like, eh, boring. Mm. I'm sure he'll be a quality player, but it's like if you draft him, that means Mitch is gone, and that feels like a similar mold. Center can't shoot. The uh, One of the guys I'm interested in is uh, Abaji. He's the senior out of Kansas. He had a couple big tournament games. Um. But he's a senior. He's 22. Like, that's so unappealing to teams now. I, his NBA comps are Desmond Bain, who was lighting things up for those young Grizzlies, or Kalena Azubuki, who was just like a bust in the league. So the fact that those are his two comps, again, NBADraft.net, artwork. Um, if you're looking for silly things, there is a player named Nikola Jovic, um, which is just so close. So close. So close. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say this. Enjoy the draft. It's a, uh, and there's a weird side to it that we're watching super young men just having their future, part of their futures dictated in front of them. But there's also a ton of hope and optimism that goes into it uh, that, that's that's what I'm going to do unless, well, I'll maybe tracking from my phone if Joe's convinces me to do that Yankees-Houston game. Convinces me, Jake. Big Yankees fan. Um, let's see. Are there any deep cuts that I need to give you guys? Keels, the guard from Duke. He figured it out later in the year a little bit. I think people like Jalen Williams from Santa Clara a lot. Mm. I don't got anything on him, but... Hear his name as somebody people think like, oh, he might end up going earlier than you think. I think there's supposed to be some guy from Italy that people love. I I was listening to Rusillo, obviously. Obviously, Jake. Whoever the Spurs end up with, good. Yeah, that was the old game, right? That was the old game. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the draft. Uh, as I enjoy you guys, uh, the Wake and Jake Bakers, uh, you guys are the absolute best. Last time we talked, uh, we said Mariners may be dead. Steph Curry and the boys were enjoying winning the NBA Finals. Some of the comments. Tom Ace commented on Joe's 50-50 raffle. Unreal. Um Said the three things he expects Joe's to spend it on. One, Yankees World Series tickets and legends. Whoa. Two, romantic weekend with dolphins. With two dolphins. Excuse me. Three, C number two. Um, I'm excited to see what Joe's does with his, his new shekels. Second time, Joe Hammond. Second time asking Jake to please talk about Michael Harris too. Um, here you go, man. He uh, 
He has been killing it for Atlanta. He's one of those prospects. A, he's from outside of Atlanta. He's from Georgia. I always think that's cool. He is 21 years old. He's been playing center field for the Braves. 345, 375, 946 OPS. I mean, that's the kind of thing that can change your season. And in games that he started, the Braves are 17-6. and six. So, yeah, real shot of life from the 21-year-old. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um, Matthew Nauer said he's on a 10-hour flight, so he's going to listen to Wake and Jake on 0.1 speed. It's a tactic. It's a tactic. Bakers, uh... I appreciate you guys to the umpteenth degree. And that'll bring us to the bro of the night. Uh, The bro of the night is brought up to have a discussion about something that happened in the sports world. Mine is a guy we've talked about a lot on Talking Baseball this year. There's a new episode of that out today. A weird one, if I'm being honest. Tony Gonsolin. Catterday, kind of known as this, uh, a silly character, an extra piece for the Dodgers. He, like, started a World Series game in the COVID year, and everyone was, like, you know, hoping he could get through an inning or two, hopefully. He leads the National League in ERA. He is 9-0 with a 1.58 ERA this year. He is first in whip. 0.82. We've been laughing a lot because Trevor saw him. I think it was his high school like pickup game he does every year. And Trev saw him across the field and the dude was popping the mitt, that kind of special popping the mitt. That Trev was like, who is that guy? It was Tony Gonsolin. Um, you know, maybe not your crazy modern flamethrower you'd expect average fastball is 93 but a little four pitch mix fastball change up slider curve the expected era i mean the baseball savant half passes the test like there's a chance the numbers come back down to earth a little bit but he's it is almost the end of june he is nine and zero, the best era in baseball uh shout out to the guy he uh again kind of a an afterthought of the Dodgers. You'd bring up his cats before his pitching, and here he is with the best ERA. Hmm. So shout out, shout out Tony G. Biebs. We've talked a little bit about them in the past, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give another shout out to to Nolan Gorman. Hmm. Homers last night, a couple of them, I believe. Four for four. Four ribbies. Cardinals at the Brewers, 6-2 win, tied for first again. Rookies are, and like all the Cardinals rookies, we've talked about it before, and somehow it still feels like not enough. Yeah. That should be like kind of a story of baseball. They have like four dudes that came out of nowhere. The baby birds and the mama birds. Uh, Gorman. Eight Slayer pitched. 866 OPS, 22 years old. St. Louis, they got a little bit of juice. I know I was being tough on them the other day because their record isn't exactly where you'd like it to be, but Goldschmidt is having an MVP season. Tommy Edmond is racking up war on both sides of the ball. Arenado has been really good this year. 
And then, yeah, I mean, they're getting it. Brendan Donovan, 318, 425, 855, and 49 games. That's not like 15, and you had a streak. Like, he's played more games than Tyler O'Neill for them. Uh, Juan Yepes, he's been hitting. Uh, I think just another example of a really well-run franchise. And uh, they're, they're feeling 91.5% chance to make the postseason for the Birds. I think that was one of my DraftKings preseason bets, Cardinals yeah. to make the postseason. Because so. it, it was somehow plus money for yes. I joined you. Genius. I guess you'd call me a genius. All right, peeps. Uh, to everyone that likes watching live, sorry about the internet. Sucks. We don't like it either. We're trying to address it. Uh, watch everything else on John Boy Media. BBD says the dumbest weekly dumb there's been. Compound with Ian Happ. Farm to fame. I think I saw Kelsey Winger back. Maybe Ashland? Uh, talking baseball, we got a funky one. Players only. Uh, morning and everything else on AMP. Go check that out. Talking Yanks, Pinstripe Strong, everything. Guess Who, MLB Guess Who is awesome. Uh, check all of it out. Let's have a great, let's have a great end to the week. Wordle coming later. Wordle, Wordle. Love you guys. Bake the algo a little bit. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.